Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and we decide if we let it into our gate. Sam, oh my God. Wait, so I had some feedback. Um, it should be through our gate, not in our gate. You know what oh, I mean? Of course. <laughs> That's fine, just for the future. Well, welcome to Gatekeeping, where we take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon and we decide if we let it through, through our, our gate. gate. Which makes more sense, right? It does, actually. Thank you. For whoever gave us that feedback. <laughs> Sorry, what were you going to say? I was going to say, are you ready for the ballads of songbirds and snakes? Um, I have to be honest. I was a little, I don't know. The trailer didn't gag me. The trailer <sighs> didn't gag me. It you looked didn't... a bit Riverdale CWS. Oh, what the fuck? Are you, like, are you it, did, it did. It no, simply it's... did. Like, what wrong? Like what, what in the trailer should have gagged me besides Viola Davis? Well, that's number one. Rachel Ziegler. Love I mean, her. She's fine. Nah, I'm excited. I really liked the book, so I'm excited I mean, to see how it goes. It's directed by Frances Lawrence as well. It's got I, like the same <laughs> feel as those second and third films. I'm here the, for it. Uh, what? It's directed by Frances Lawrence. <laughs> who bitch, direct- I know. Yeah. The man who also directed Walking J Part One, a yeah. bad movie. And, but he also directed Catching Fire. Yeah. It swings like hits and misses. I'm excited. I'm excited. I think it really captures. It really took me right on back to 2014. It did. Right. It's um. I don't know. I mean, I, I'm still um holding out hope, but the trailer just. I, I don't know. Ugh. The tone wasn't giving. You don't get it. Besides Viola. Well, look. I'm happy to be proven wrong. Yeah. But, um, which you will be. But I have no honestly, doubt what, what in the trailer like. I thought Rachel Ziegler, I thought... What about her? She was just serving. <laughs> she's got the... But was she? She's got the... She's got star quality. I guess. And it's just... I'm just excited. I think I'm just... I would be excited regardless because I really like the original text and... <laughs> the original text. The text. Um, <laughs> the young adult novel. <laughs> I, yeah. The young adult... It was a bit, a bit more mature than The Hunger Games. I'll give it that. Yes. Um... No, I'm excited. I'd be excited regardless. Yeah. I'm a Hunger Games stan. See, that's the difference. I had a I, Tumblr. Like, my my Tumblr was like Petrova Mockingjay. I it, was in it. Yeah. you've See, I like to use my brain a little more. Uh, I'm Sam. <laughs> I like to use my brain. <laughs> that was a good one. You got me. You got me. Oh, God. Uh, yeah. No, well, there was also um, the end just like that trailer. Uh, which I will definitely be seated for. Oh, I was like, you'll be seated. You won't. You're not excited for the ballads of songbirds and snakes, but you're excited for and just like that. That's because and just like that is for people who use their brain. It's oh, for big yeah. thinkers. Oh, um, yeah, of course. Of well, course. yeah, it's got. Um, it's got you know mature themes. It's but got this ballad of songbirds and snakes has very mature themes. Well, not as mature as like. Um, it doesn't have non-binary, you know, it doesn't have older... Well, it's got Hunter Schaefer. It doesn't have older it women... It has trans. <laughs> it, it doesn't have older women, you know, rediscovering their, their sexualities. Via their one token friend of colour for each of them. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Uh, I would definitely be seated for a new end just like that. Uh, I never watched the first season, so perhaps I'll have to do a little catch up it's, and then... It's so shocking you never watched that. 
Yeah, I don't know why. I just kind of, I was like, oh, I don't need to do that. Like when it first came out, everyone was like, oh, this is bad. I was like, right. It was bad, but it was also really good. So bad, it's good. <laughs> so bad, it's good. But, but bad in such a curious way, you know? Yeah. Which which made it good. Yeah. Uh, yeah, I, I feel like after it went away, that's we, we didn't realize what we had until it was gone mm. sort of thing. The reappraisal of it just like that. Yeah, I, I am looking forward to seeing Che Diaz back on my screens. Uh, you um, have big Che Diaz energy. That's so rude. Well, we both have a podcast, okay? Yeah, but I'm the carrier. The carrier. <laughs> <laughs> um, wait, what's um their podcast called again? X Y. What is it? X Y. I don't. I didn't watch it. Oh, I forgot. <laughs> X Y Z and N Y C. It's something. Blech. It's something like that. And they just talk about being non-binary every week. Uh, me. I need to start doing that. I keep misgendering myself on the podcast. Um, yeah, it's a... Uh, I mean, if we get even one scene that is as classic as um, Carrie pissing the bed while Che fingers Miranda in the kitchen, it will be worth it. Really. It will be worth okay. it. Okay. Well, I'll be watching. I'll be catching up. Yeah. Sorry, sorry to spoil that. Uh, I, I think it was spoiled when it happened. Right. Yeah. I mean, it was such a, like, it was a huge- It was a cultural moment. It was a, a Game of Thrones style. Oh, uh, literally. It was, that was the red wedding event just like that, you know? No one came out the same. Oh, Lordy. Yeah. Um, I heard you saw- some some scary scary films this week. Oh, you heard? Did you? I heard it through the grapevine. How'd you hear that? My letterboxd account. Well, yeah, no, I saw um, Evil Dead Rising. Mm-hmm. Uh, are you familiar with Evil Dead at no, all? No, I'm not. But I've seen that this one's like supposed to be really fucking good, and I've seen the opening credits like on Twitter going around oh, where she like rises out. How do they have that already? I know. I think it was like a shaky cam. Like, oh right. Yeah. I no, it's uh, it's good it's it's nothing that um inventive or uh, well you know it's um like i mean i'm a fan of the old ones which are like very over the top gore are they from like the 80s or yeah, yeah. um they're like sam raimi's first few movies um it, it's like over the top gore they're funny well the second one's funny more mm-hmm. so than the first um it, it, it was a pretty serviceable good time um had some fun gore really great performance from the lead who i can't remember her name Me. So, australian woman yeah the oh, sca- an australian woman yeah uh Aussies. can't think of her name but she ate she ate Delta Goodrum. yes <laughs> <laughs> it was kate blanchett um yeah it was great it, it was a good time it it was um like I'm not good with like realistic gore, um, okay. but but this was um, the, the you know they got the tone right of the cartoonishness. Yeah. Um, there's a scene with a cheese grater that I won't be forgetting anytime soon. Just the, just the mention of a cheese grater that sounds revolting. Yeah, you can imagine. Yeah, sort of what occurs. Uh, but no, it was a, it was a good time. If you're a fan of the originals, or even if you're not, it's like a good way to kill hour and a half, whatever. Yeah, maybe um, I'll go. I don't think you will, but yeah. yeah. Also saw um, 
another uh, classic Australian film, The Pope's Exorcist. Oh. Um, last night. <laughs> isn't um, the star of Les Mis, Russell Crowe, in that one? Yes. Um, um, was he serving as hard as he was in Les Mis? Uh, more so, maybe. Oh, wow. Yeah, well, he's wearing his little dress in this one. I don't know what you call that dress. Um, yeah, no. <laughs> the robes. It, it, it wasn't good. Um, okay. <laughs> if you're picking between the two, I'd definitely go Evil Dead. But, it, yeah, no, it wasn't good, but... Um, the last like 20 minutes is like funny. Okay. Uh, not like hilarious, but it's like laughing at it. Kind or? of campy. Okay. Um, bit of fun. So at the end, spoiler, spoiler alert for anyone. Yeah. Um, at the end, he joins sort of like the, um, the Catholic MI6, I want to say. <laughs> like he, he gets ch- taken to this like big office and there's all like little um little uh, what do you call them bishops popes oh no not popes because <laughs> there's only one pope so probably be, um well so he's plays yeah, the, various clergymen yeah in their dresses they're all robes. like <laughs> running around with files and like it's all very big it's quite a modern building and they kind of take him to in a co-working space yeah and they're like we need you to like travel the world and stop the devil or something. Work. <laughs> yeah, work. Um, and, you know, I, I will be honest, I mainly saw this one because um, they announced a sequel. So I was like, well, I have to get on board. Oh, yeah. With the Pope's, the Pope the of Pope Earth. The Pope is building a team. Yeah, well, it's honestly that. Like, he's in, like, the Pope Avengers. Oh, my God. The Pope's Avengers. <laughs> um, so it's fine. I was having fun with the performance. Um I, I feel like the movie was built around him being able to speak Italian. Like oh, he learned the, Yeah, he learned the language and wanted to like Two Australians travelling to Italy for fantastic films this year. Tony Collette in Mafia Mama oh, and Russell Crowe. God. Allora. Mamma mia. Allora. <laughs> what? And Mario is out too. Mario. Oh, Jesus great year Christ. For Italian X. See, so I've been saying like we need to stop Italian soft power in its tracks. And that was like ever since Anthony Albanese became the prime minister. Like that was when we needed to kind of check ourselves and, you know, a year on and look at the cinema now. Look at the implication. Under Albanese's Australia, uh, eventually every film will be Italian at the box office. Mamma mia. Yeah. Be careful. Be careful. careful. Well, I did not see an Italian film this week. (laughs) Good for you. I saw a Belgian film. Is that Belgian? Belgian. I thought that movie was French. No, it's Belgian. Um, so I saw... Let me get the full title. Oh. And, uh, Jean Dilman, 23, Coup de Commerce, 1080 Brussels. It, right. Um, is a film from 1975. It was voted... Good year. Number one on the AFI Sight and Sound <laughs> list this year. A bunch of fucking nerds got together and voted it number one. Literally, <laughs> Um, and it's basically this film that follows this lady in real time, just like going about her day, mm. you know, chopping up her potatoes, right? Making her bed. Sounds s- like me. So fun. setting up her, you know, having sex with strangers because she's a prostitute, making right. dinner for her son. Um, it sounds. It's really. It's a really interesting piece of film in the way that. 
It's very, it goes for three and a half hours. Yeah. It's very monotonous, but like. Sounds like a hoot. It was though. Like I, it feels kind of like stupid for me to be like, oh my God, the film that they said was number one was really good. But like it actually was. It was like a real um, look at like feminine disenfranchisement and like coming to terms with your life and whatnot. Right. And it's just like very subtle in the way that it conveys this like underlying feminine rage that this woman has. And it's, there's like hardly any dialogue. It's just her like going about her day. It's really good. I would recommend, I mean, it's probably, I think it's pretty hard to access in Australia. They showed it at the Capitol theater. Yes through um, RMIT and the Melbourne Cinematheque, I think. Um, but, yeah, really fucking good. Really, like, affecting piece of cinema. Yeah. Um, you'd fucking hate it. You would hate it. Oh, uh, look, uh, uh, like, I've from what it sounds like, it's kind of like it's boring, but that's the point, mm. um, which I'm like, yeah. Look, I'll probably watch it one day. Um, I think I think it would have been a lot less effective had I just, like, watched it at home. Yes. I think you need to put aside three and a half hours and, like, go if they're showing it at a cinema, like, go see it because it's, like, you're not, like, stuck there per se, <laughs> but, like, you can really take it in and get to know this woman through her daily activities and learning about her. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, I don't have three and a half hours. It didn't feel like a three and a half hour film, though, so I will say that. I, I don't know. It was I heard somehow very engaging for right. me. Ari said she fell asleep. Yeah, she did. Dear Ari, our friend, <laughs> um, she fell asleep and I just kind of... She, she wasn't, like, snoring, but she was just, like, breathing kind of heavily and I was like... <laughs> <laughs> so, so I just kind of gave her a little nudge and sounds, she, I gave her a fright. Sounds really good. Yeah, no, look, I'd honestly rather watch Super Mario. Oh, mamma mia. <laughs> mamma mia. So what was that? Belgium? Belgium. Yeah. Right. Um, Belgique. Yeah. Really good. Belgium. Where is that? Uh, it's north of France. France. Really? Yeah. Because right. they speak French. So it's like... <laughs> I remember, yeah, right. I when I was in France last year, I met some people and they were from Belgium. Wow. <laughs> I was like, oh, do you live, like, because they were like, That's oh, we, we don't live in Paris. So I was like, oh, where do you live, like, in the countryside? And they're like, they no, we live in Belgium. Belgium. <laughs> and I was like, oh, that's crazy. Wow, that was an amazing story. Yeah. <laughs> they were lovely. I still follow them all. They're really lovely people. Right. Hopefully we get to cross paths again. <laughs> anyway. In Belgium, maybe. Belgium. I might have to take a trip to Belgium. <laughs> I, can I won't be. Anyway, so wow. Now to talk about another fantastic group of women, actually, not ha- just one, not just one. There's at least there's four, six. Oh, yeah. six. Well, in the original, there as was I six. said, at least four. At least four, maybe not more than seven. Yes, <laughs> we've got a the fabulous a band, a band, a group of dancers. Yes, fabulous vocalist. Yeah. P- <laughs> We're the, talking about, of course, the, the Pussycat, Pussycat Dolls. Dolls. When, how did you come across the Pussycat Dolls, Sammy? Oh, look, I mean, um, you know, back in the day, like, Don't Chop's probably Char. one of the biggest songs in the world. Ah, it, and it was. Buttons, what? you know, follow, follow up with Buttons. Ah, <laughs> um, it really, yeah. Changed the world. Changed the world. 
I mean, yeah, Don't You is such a um, such a provocative song. Oh, you know? literally. I remember we were in. I was in a dance class. I what? would have been oh, 2005 or six. So I would have been quite young at the time, not even 10. And <laughs> the girls, we were in like a hip hop jazz class. And one of the girls put on Don't You. Okay. Game changer. Really? Yeah. Did it, did she was it- a little bit older, but it changed the game. And we were all, we all learned a dance to it. And it probably a little bit inappropriate for a group of 10, 10 to 13 year olds to be dancing to. Do you think that like awakens something in you? Oh, absolutely. I said, don't you wish your girlfriend was hot like me? <laughs> and you became who you are today. I can, yeah. We can thank Nicole Scherzinger because for that. of that. Yeah. I, well, I, I um, wasn't too familiar with the history of the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, and, and what a storied history it is. So sorry, I have a lot of Pussycat Doll knowledge. I don't know why. why. I don't know. Well, they were, um, that cause a woman named Robin Anton, Robin Anton created them. She is a doll herself. She's one of the original dolls. Yeah. Well, she, the, the Pussycat doll. doll. She, she had the, incredible idea of making like a modern burlesque uh, troupe where they would like do sexy numbers to like old songs literally like in lingerie which is like um really like a steve jobs moment you know she's like oh, she it's, it's so sat- crazy it might just work it just might work and it did and it did it, they it started a- with a, a residency the viper room ah uh, in LA. I would have been at the Viper Room when the Pussycat Dolls were performing. Could you imagine? I would have died. The Viper Room. Where's that? Um, it's like a very famous Los Angeles night spot. I think it's on the Sunset Strip, actually. The Sunset Strip. Yeah. Right. I've I went out in LA. Yeah, it's on the Sunset Strip. I went out in LA to um to this uh under 18s club night. Um What? To be clear, I was 20. I wasn't. Oh, bec- wait. <laughs> I wasn't going as an older person looking for. Um, no, sorry. Was it over eighteen? No, it might have been under twenty-one. <laughs> is what you're trying to say? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I wasn't there looking for for under eighteens. Um, horrible. Yeah, night. I can imagine. Is that at the Viper Room? No, no, no. Oh. Just speaking. <laughs> And uh, well, I was going because they're doing a Katy Perry night. Oh my god! And I was like, I have to be there. And you know, this was um, it was like never really over. Was having a moment. Oh, just like, because it's over doesn't mean it's really over. Yeah, so I had to go. Of um, course, was wants to do. And then I found out afterwards, like um, that place was like frequented by like Brian Singer. Like, oh, <laughs> ew. Yeah, really bad. Oh god. Um. So yeah, that's sort anyway, of anyway. So the only, Viper Room, my experience of LA, that, um, to that town, will chew you up and spit you out. City of stars. Oh, I need to be with Flatland. <laughs> no, you don't, bitch. It's so good. Uh, but well, they had this sort of. Uh, I, I mean, they were popular in the Viper Room, but they had their uh, one of their big breaks was in um, a 1999 edition of Playboy. Yes, they had and a. That was when they had the famous pussycat doll pictorial with all the girlies. Pictorial, yes. Um, posing semi-nude, that very much made a splash. Um, I, I looked up the issue actually of Playboy that mm-hmm. they featured in. The cover um, features an interview with Samuel L. Jackson. Oh wow! Um, as well as a preview of the new Star Wars called The Guns, The Babes, The Preview work yeah like i'd pick that up i think i'd I'd, I'd sit down have you seen like that i guess that was like star wars episode one would have been yeah because it was 99 so yeah have you seen that no i haven't seen a star war oh my god um 
Yeah, I was trying to think, like, who the babes are in that movie. Natalie like, Portman? Well, she was, like, a teenager, I think. Yeah. <laughs> but a different time, I guess. Yeah, I don't know if there's babes in that. Maybe a few of the aliens are, like... Babe and aliens? Sexy. Yeah. I can't think. I'll have to rewatch. Yeah. You should watch Star Wars. Eh. I don't know. It just hasn't grabbed me. They're only some of the most significant blockbusters of cinema history. Yeah, I know. Hey. I know. You're too busy watching that three-hour bullshit. <laughs> You'd rather watch a woman peel a potato than someone I fire a laser. because she's just like me, literally. Well, yeah, it's Natalie Portman in Star Wars. Uh, like, she's also on. just like me. Yeah. Well, yeah, they they, they got big from their Playboy. Um, they eventually moved to the Roxy Theatre in West Hollywood, which I'm assuming is a bigger, yes. bigger venue. Yeah. Don't know if you've been there. I've not. I've only been to LA once, and it was with my family, and it was like two days. It was how was it terrible um, it was terrible really yeah. why i want to go back to la and thinking of going next year just like it was Same like jet lagged family trying to pack too much in one day and like <laughs> right not the vibe. did you go to the hollywood walk of fame uh yes i think we did actually how was that uh i i said that's where i'm gonna be one day <laughs> We're going to be the first people on the Hollywood Walk of Fame for podcasting. I feel like there's probably some podcasters on there already, right? Ah, uh, surely. Surely Joe Rogan has a start. Oh, God. Surely Joe Rogan. He's going to be the most famous podcaster, right? Ah, uh, just you wait until oh, gatekeeping wait. comes around, Joe Rogan. We're going to come and get you. Who did Serial? Me. Oh, right. No, Ira Glass. What's her name? Ira Glass? No. Sarah something? Sarah Silverman. No, bitch. You know what I'm talking about? Cereal? Yeah. Isn't that Ira Glass? <laughs> who the hell is that? <laughs> looking up who made Cereal. Cereal podcast. Sarah Koenig. Yeah, Sarah. Who the hell is Ira Glass? I don't know. Yeah, we need to um, have her on the podcast. Oh, she'd be great. <laughs> Probably a bit too serious. Ira Glass. She would oh, be he's so a, serious. a radio personality. Oh, he did This American Life. Oh, isn't Serial a part of that? Yeah. Yeah. They're under the same umbrella. Anyway, right. Puss Cat Dolls. Where, where's Serial at, by the way? They're still making that? Uh, probably in your cupboard next to your Coco Pops. That's so, ah! that's so funny, James. Uh, yeah, they kind of fell off. Sorry. <laughs> Sorry Ga- about it. Gatekeeping started, Serial fell off. <laughs> Let's talk about it. We Let's- should do true crime, by the way. <gasps> true. I. That's how you get big. Well. Well, there's some crime coming up. In what? the episode, are you gonna commit a crime? What I've are you got talking a, I've about? Got a gun. <laughs> oh my god, don't! You know I, I carry, right? Anyway, um, the <laughs> the um the 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 dolls started getting quite big. Um, after they moved to that theater, they started appearing in like TV ads. They were in Charlie's Angels too. If you remember, yes, I do. Do you remember the scene? Mm-hmm. They were dancing to the Pink Panther theme. Yes. Um. Did my cat just bite you? No, scratch me. Stupid. You were asking for it. <laughs> He's just trying to enjoy his set. Uh, yeah, I mean, that's just such an iconic scene. I didn't know that was the Pussycat Dolls when I watched. No. I- I've seen Charlie's Angels 2 probably a-, a thousand times. A thousand times. Many uh, times. They were also in the music video for Trouble by Pink. Absolutely. Oh, and we didn't even discuss that last week. I know. The week call- before when we did Pink. little callback. Um, oh. I can't even really remember that video yeah, no. but it's a great song yeah great song um but but then you know they were getting big um someone well maybe it was robin they had the idea to make them a, a, a group re- a recording they group. got on the phone to interscope records and they said 
let's get it done. They said, let's make history. And they did. They, um, they sort of recast the whole group. Yeah. The seven original dolls remained. Yeah. Um, and then they held auditions, which is where, um, Nicole Scherzinger, Melody Thornton and Kaya Jones joined them. Um, so Nicole and Melody, I don't know who Kaya Jones is actually. Kaya quit. So Kaya didn't last. She didn't. She couldn't cut it. She couldn't cut it. So the Pussycat Dolls formed with all six. We had Carmen, Nicole, Ashley, Jessica, Kimberly, and Melody. Right. You know all their names. I have a list, but I probably... You have a list. I have a list in front of me, but I I have a list. Is that Wikipedia or something? No, but... um, I probably could have known. I probably knew that. Because I know, I remember Comet. She was a redhead. Nicole, obviously. Ashley was the blonde one. Kimberly was, like, the random one. The Melody random was one. the, like, the backup singer. Yes. And Jessica was, like, the, like, darkhead one. Right. I think. Right. Well, so, Nicole Scherzinger, she had an interesting journey to join the Dolls. Did I don't she? know if you're familiar with her. I, I might be. Well, she, um, she did a lot of theatre in school. Um, well, we can talk about Nicole Scherzinger doing theatre. She I did. Have a lot to say. She did, um, no, this is school. So, I, I don't believe you would have seen any of, um, <laughs> her performances. She did Chicago. She did Guys and Dolls. She did something called Showboat, which I Showboat. Yeah, I assume you would know what that is. I know Showboat. What is that? <coughs> oh, it's like one of the first musicals ever. Ever? What are you talking about? Yeah, it's like one of the um, like the most important pieces of musical theater. Like it changed the game from like operetta to like book musical kind of like that in t- Oklahoma. What? I'm not going to explain this to you. What in God's name, are you talking about Showboat? Do you know first- Old Man River? No. Okay. Old Man River. <laughs> That's from Showboat. What in the hell? I feel like <laughs> they've been making musicals for hundreds of years. No. <laughs> musicals are a relatively new. They've been singing those songs. I feel like back in the... It, a lot of, there was like a lot like, of light opera and stuff, but like musical theatre as an art form is relatively new. When was it made? Like 40s, 50s. Shut the fuck up. No, Are for you real. kidding? For no, real. No way. Show, when did Showboat come out? Because Showboat was like one of the... That's actually insane. Like, people... Have... Okay. Showboat premiered in 1927. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> but even that, it's like people have been sitting around... There's not, there was nothing to do in, like, the 1700s, 1800s. Yeah. And you're telling me no one had the idea to, like... Put on a show. Well, there was like operas and operettas and like light. What the hell is an operetta? It's like a smaller opera, so it's not like a full like <laughs> an operetta. An operetta, yeah. Um, yeah, but this was like the f- one of the first. Showboat was one of like the first things that made it a bit more serious and like <laughs> differentiated between the book and the and the singing and yeah. Oh my god. People really did not get their shit together for a long time. That's like, I always thought if I was like back in caveman times, I feel like I could have invented the wheel quite easily. Like, it seems so obvious. Yeah. Like why, and fire too. Like, why did it take them so long? Who knows, Sam? Who knows? Put me back. Put me back there. Put her back. Put her back. I'd thrive. Anyway. Thrive. Uh, well, she did some something called show mode. 
Um, and then she kind of fell in with this band called Days of the New. Um, and she she went on tour with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and the lead singer said that they grew apart on tour because, and, and he said um, she didn't seem to understand music very well. <laughs> Which, you know, he got proven wrong, of course. Oh. And then she joined, um, there was a, a TV show called Pop Stars USA. Heard of it. Have you really? Okay, yeah, it's like Pop Stars. <laughs> How'd you guess that? Did you ever watch pop stars in Australia, like back in the day? No. No. Okay. Um, But the idea of pop stars is that it follows a girl group from, um, you know, their inception to their debut album. Yeah. Um, So she auditioned. She got in, Queen. Um, So she was then in a group called Eden's Crush, Mm -hmm. which is a great name, I guess. Really great. Eden's Crush. Who's Eden? Well, we're going to crush her. Yeah. She was crushed. Um... And then they had their debut single, Get Over Yourself. Mm-hmm. It debuted number eight on the Billboard chart. So it's not bad. It did pretty well. Yeah. Um, and then they, they toured with NSYNC and Jessica Simpson. Wow. Yeah, which, you They're know, great. this is this is like early 2000s. So this is like a big deal. Yeah. Like no one gives a fuck about them anymore. But which one's NSYNC? Is that J- Justin Timberlake? I think Timberlake? it's Justin Timberlake. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Can't stop feeling. <laughs> aye, aye, aye. Uh, my favorite song. Um, Ever. Ever. <laughs> and then um, a, a curious piece of trivia: she was actually offered the um, the female role in the Black Eyed Peas. I knew that by Will I Am. Yeah, but then her boyfriend said no. Oh <gasps> wow! Yeah, can you imagine? Fucking like, imagine if we never got Fergie in the Black Eyed Peas. We'd never have Fergalicious. We'd never have. I yeah. like to think she would have. Um, she would have come out, but like. I don't know. I you don't, don't think know. she would have been Fergalicious? No. I like to think she would have made her way there independently. Mm. Yeah. Regardless. That's true. Yeah. But yeah, God, to think what history could what have been. What could have been. I am... Nicolicious. Nicolicious. I wonder what... Um, A lot of issues in the Pussycat Dolls Black Eyed Peas expanded universe. What do you mean? Well, we'll get into it with the... You know, do you know about Girlicious? Oh, there's like a spin-off group, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, what's Fergie up to, by the way? Doing cartwheels. Yeah, <laughs> that was so long ago. Because well, she put out Double Duchess a few years ago, and that was Floptina. Was that like milk? Milk money. Milk yeah. money. <laughs> that was great. Welcome to the Dairy Duchess Love Factory. Did she, um, did she break up with um, Josh Dumal? Did they break I up? I think so. Sad? Sad. Yeah. Big girls don't cry. Oh, God. That song, like, was charted so well in Australia. Oh, literally. Um, anyway, yeah, so she kind of um made her way... Well, Will I Am actually recommended her for the Pussycat Dolls. Ah, uh, he kind Will of gave, I Am, what a man. I know, gave her a reference check sort of thing. And they've stayed close. They've, yeah, they're, they work well together, yeah. Will I Am and um, Nicole. <laughs> Yeah. Um, but, you know, anyway, then they made the group. Um, yeah. The girls. The girls came out. The girls They were doing out. a lot of, like, random, like, covers to start with and, like, doing, like, a lot of, like, random award show performances. Well, they were on the Shark Tale soundtrack, I believe. Yeah. Yeah, with a cover. Ah, oh, classic. A classic. Um, Shark Tale really ate. Yeah, Shark Tales can't. What was that? Um, what, oh, that was, like, their answer to Finding Nemo, wasn't it? That yeah. Because that was DreamWorks. But Shark Tale was, like... The Godfather, but sharks. Really? Yeah. Isn't Mon Scorsese in Shark Tale? Yeah. <laughs> D- De Niro Scorsese. Oh. I haven't seen The, the Godfather. 
Neither have I. And honestly, I won't be watching it. Well, I was just about to say they're showing it at Nova tonight and I was thinking of going. No, no. I think I'll just watch something at home. <laughs> what are you going to watch? I don't know. Um, I've got a few things on my list. I've got to finish Adaptation. Oh, classic. It. Yeah. It's a rewatch. But really? no, I don't really care for The Godfather. Uh, <laughs> anyway. It's just, as I said, like Italian soft power. Like now mm. they're showing The Godfather. Like, come on. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. Wake up. <laughs> what if we start talking like that? Welcome. Welcome to Get Keeping. We will take a deep dive into a pop culture phenomenon. This week's topic of tomatoes. <laughs> yeah, we want to squash the tomatoes and we make it the pasta. The papa the pupa. <laughs> I think that that's racist, James. <laughs> Hey. <laughs> I'm actually watching Sopranos at the moment too. Um, so it's Isn't that Italian culture for you? Yeah. Well, no, I'm actually looking at um, like I'm watching Sopranos and I'm like, maybe the lifestyle isn't so bad. The, the gangster. The, the Italian mafia. lifestyle. Uh. Like they kind of just sit around um, and drink wine. <laughs> Oh, they kind of just sit around and drink wine, which is which is like a classic European thing. But I'm watching I'm watching them like sit al fresco, have a little glass of red, have a bit of vino, yeah, and just mm. like eat crackers and bread. And I'm like, classic. I'm like, wait a minute, maybe that is the way to live life. Because what the fuck do I do with my life? Not much, bitch. Nothing as nice as that. Like, oh, it's James has a huge yawn. Jesus Christ. How rude. Why are you always calling me out for yawning? Well, why are you always yawning, bitch? I'm tired. Wake up. I'm tired. I'm tired. <laughs> anyway, what were you saying? I was about to discuss how the debut album came out and they said we're about to change things. What's that one called? PCD. What's that sound for? Pussycat dolls. Mm. Dickhead. Um, wow. Spawned many singles that went number across the globe. Uh-huh. Um, the six singles were Don't Char, Stick With You, oh, classic. Beep, Buttons, uh. I Don't Need a Man, and Wait a Minute. Jesus Christ. Bangers on bangers. Wait, I don't think I know Wait a Minute. Wait a Minute. Girl, why are you freaking like oh, that? Oh, that's a great song. Yeah. Does it, what's that one? Beep. Oh, it's funny, old no, man. No, no. thinks about the beep. No, I know, oh. I know that song, but it's called Beep. It's called Beep, right? And it's featuring Will I Am. Yeah, yeah. I don't give a <gasps> keep looking at my because it don't mean a thing if you're looking at my beep. I don't do my thing while you're playing with your. <laughs> I think they could have um, maybe if the beep represented just one word throughout the whole song because that's when I. Well, first- that's the gag though. It's like they're saying such naughty things. Yeah, and it's like. Because that's what they used to do on the radio. They would beep out the swear words. Well, Did they? No, I think it was on TV. Um, <laughs> but, like, it's, like, a bit of a, ooh, what are they saying? When yeah. You have to kind of use your imagination. It kind of they- confused me when I first listened to it because I, I was, like, are they talking about, like, boobs, well, that's- ass, dick, balls, like, and cock. cock, hole, like, what? Bussy. <laughs> yeah, what are we talking about here? I but- remember I was in the car with my mom and oh. she bought me the PCD. CD. Mm-hmm. And oh, that's nice of her. Yeah, she knew. Um, <laughs> and she was like, "I w- the beep song came on. I was like, now nah, they're not actually saying anything rude. That's just like part of the song. So like, we're not going to skip it. Right. I had, were- to give her the, I had to give her the warning. It was like, an artistic choice for them to. You said, don't freak out, mom. Don't freak out. Don't freak out. But I'm about to play beep by the Pussycat Dolls. <laughs> um, um, don't crash hold it the together. 
but this if you can handle it, you can, it's like, pre- pretty um crazy, pretty stuff. racy, racy. Like, what's ooh. your mum's name again? Sue. Sue. Yeah. yeah. Well, and how did Sue handle it? Uh, I think she just kind of. Well, my mum's hard of hearing, so she probably just didn't hear. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie. She ran you off the road after yeah. hearing the beep. Uh, God. Well, that's a huge run of singles oh, from one album. Like, and incredible. And like, it, surely they all went number one. They went numbers, I'm sure. <laughs> I know Don't Child was like number one across Australia for ages. Across Australia. Across Australia. Wow. Number yeah, one we, did Australia. Don't Child did really well in Australia. Well, yeah, we love them here. We it's, love the piece they do. It is similar to Pink, I think, where they seem to resonate here. Here in the UK. Yeah. Yeah. Something about, yeah. I don't know, our brains. Yeah. We just have a. Like, Bunch of hot chicks dancing on stage, yeah. singing. I feel like if someone makes um, trashy pop music in that way, they're going to be huge here. Oh, like, sure. And I say trashy. Especially of that period as well. Oh, yeah. Can't get a bloody pop hit on the radio in Australia these days, let me tell you. Well, yeah. Do you think Dance Monkey is back in, like, the top charts for this week? <laughs> really? Fucking foul. We should um. We should do a Tones Night episode. Well, no, we should have her on. Ah, oh, she lives in Frankfurt. The local she? girl. Yeah, I watched her Fortnite concert. Actually, she did a Fortnite concert. What's wrong with you? Oh, look, it was something to do. <laughs> okay, it was something to do. I was gonna say, oh, it was lockdown, but I don't think it was actually. It was I think last it, week. I think it was recently. <laughs> but um, if you can believe it, she didn't fucking perform Dance Monkey. At That's the four- her only song. At the Fortnite concert. Yeah, it was ridiculous. God. I sat through the whole thing for Dance Monkey. Oh, God. Yeah. Dance on me, dance on me, dance on me. Oh, oh. It's beautiful. Uh, um, what's her name? Tony. Is it really? Yeah. Why is it Why is it Tones and I? I don't know. She doesn't seem very switched on. <laughs> well, she's ruling the charts. Yeah. It's all that God, matters. she's doing better than me. Yeah, well, that's a, that's a huge album. Yeah. Did they, like, have a big tour or anything? Um, They did. They had the um the PCD tour. Okay. Um, But they did, actually, they did a fair lot of supporting. They supported um the Black Eyed Peas. Period. See, the, the cl- close relationship. Yeah. Do you reckon they sung Beep? No, they probably wouldn't bring Will no, out. No, they early. probably wouldn't bring Will. Yeah. No. It's a um, shame. They're probably, they're buttons. I'm telling you that yeah. shit. Um, and they did the PCD World Tour with Rihanna as the opening act what? in the UK. That's crazy. That's crazy. So this was a girl like me era Rihanna. What's that one? Uh, that's um, SOS, Unfaithful. Oh, that era. Wow. Mm. So they made her. They made her. Tying everything together, by the way, did you see that picture of Rihanna and Martin Scorsese? <laughs> Oh my god, yes. That was so funny. <laughs> what would they talk about? A film. It's like that photo of Rihanna and Julia Gillard. <laughs> yes. But that was for women and girls. Yeah. Like, like for reading or something. Yeah. But Rihanna and Marty. I love to be a fly on the wall. <sighs> Literally. Are you familiar? Because this is around the same time. Did you ever watch the television program The Pussycat Dolls Present The Search for the Next Doll? No. What is this? Well, I, well, I, I the can title kind of, kind of surmises <laughs> it, but um, it is a reality television program in which Robin Anton tries to find a seventh member of the Pussycat Dolls to join them for their next album and whatnot. Wow. Okay. It, oh, I remember watching it every Friday night on Channel Ten. Oh, it was it, it Channel Ten? Was it was it? on Channel Ten. Oh. Um, 
And my lord, what a program. So did they find the next doll? They did. Um, I was happy because it was Asia Nidolano and she was who I was supporting right. back in the day. How did this competition work? Um, so it was kind of like a next top model situation. They all like lived in this house and they did like competitions every week. And, right. Um, but funnily enough, Asia was the winner of the series. And then a few months later, she just, after the finale aired, she quit. Good for her. Yeah. Good for her. Um, it was hosted by Robin Anton, which, I mean, of course, judged by um, Lil' Kim, Ron Fair, and Mark McGrath, which honestly- Who's, like, Who the hell are they? You don't know who Lil' Kim is? A bitch. Bitch, I know who Lil' Kim is, but who's Mark McGrath? Uh, Ronald Fair is a record producer, and Mark McGrath is a vocalist. <laughs> Are you, you're reading that right yeah. now. You didn't know. <laughs> I know who Mark um, um, Ron Fair is. I didn't know who Mark Gower was. Right. Yeah. So was the show big? No. Um, it was pretty big. It got a second season, but it was um. They're a, adding another doll. Well, they're not adding another doll. It was called Girlicious. So it was like oh. a spin-off group. The search for the next Girlicious. No, no, no. So it was called. Um, I think it was just called Pussycat Dolls Present Girlicious. Right. And that was um, trying to create another group of girls. I didn't really watch Girlish just because I didn't think it was as good. Right. Yeah. You gave it a crack. Yeah, I gave it a red hot go. But, um, yeah, it, they were going to do a third season as well of Pussycat Dolls Present. But it was- Jesus um, Christ. But it was cancelled because oh. Girlish just got such low ratings. Well, then there was the other spin of GRL. Yes. You know about GRL? Yes, I did. Because that was actually- after so we're kind of jumping ahead a bit but after their second album doll domination they wanted to take a break and then they were like looking at auditioning new people and getting them in and then they ended up just being like psych we're gonna make this a new group called grl and then yeah and they had that one hit um god what was it ugly heart oh yeah classic yeah that was a classic sad um, story sad story there because yeah one of them um, yeah, killed themselves. Yeah. And then they disbanded, I think. Yeah, really quite upsetting. But anyway. But then, yeah. So they had a little bit of a break after... Um, PCD. PCD, because obviously Nicole wanted to launch her solo career. Oh, straight away. She said, I'm on a high, let's run with it. Wow. And nobody ran with it because she had a second a debut album planned. Right. And... Uh, the four singles that she released from that failed to make an impact on the chart. So she oh. went scurrying back to the Pussycat Dolls. Oh, poor thing. Head between her tail, yeah. tail between her legs and said, let's work on our second album. <laughs> Doll Domination. Doll Domination. What an incredible title. Uh, the dolls were dominating. Yeah, they did. Um, and what's from this one? Well, that's the thing. It probably wasn't as successful as the first album. Ooh. Wait, is this Hush Hush? This was, the singles were When I Grow Up. Obviously a classic. What you think about that? I don't know that one. (laughs) Out of this club. No. I hate this part. Oh. That's a classic. A classic. Um, Bottle Pop. Do you know Bottle Pop? I don't think I know Bottle Bottle Pop's good. And uh, Hush Hush. Now Hush Hush. Best for last. A classic. (laughs) A classic. That song is ridiculously good. Yeah. Like when it just keeps going and like, and then it turns- yeah oh my god chills every time oh, so good they, that needs a 10 minute version like oh, we need hush, a, hush 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 a re- 10 a minute version. nicole's version <laughs> um i have a question for you do you think the girlies said when i grow up i want to be famous i want to be a star i want to have boobies or well, i want to have groupies isn't it groupies but 
Well, I don't know. What do you think? What well, did I you think it was back in boobies? Yeah. At the time. At the time. But it's kind of been, um, you know, it's like the Mandela effect, you know, yeah. it's like, what actually was it? Yeah. But it was groupies. I think it was groupies. You think it was I always groupies? thought it was boobies, but right. I think they came out and said groupies. <laughs> and to this day, if that song comes on at the club, I'm going to say boobies. Well, that's the thing. They do the dance move. Yeah. When they say that oh, and with their hands on their boobs. Yeah. And they kind of like push it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's a shame the album didn't generate as many hits. No. But I guess what it did generate was very special oh, to some. It was a classic. Like, I think we all remember where we were when we first saw the video of the girls performing. I don't remember what award show it was on, but Melody Thornton came on that stage Mad as hell. Oh, so this is where she is singing. She's like doing runs. Yeah, is this the one you're talking about? Riffing and roughing and <laughs> yeah. over Nicole. They're doing buttons at the time. Yes, and Nicole does not is look very happy. Not pleased. Because I guess the arrangement in the group is supposed to be, you know, Nicole is the star. Yeah. Um and Melody is a singer. Melody is a very talented young lady. Yeah, she has a, she has a, a gorgeous singing voice in her own right. Mm-hmm. But I guess the narrative is that everyone else was ha- had to fall in line behind Nicole, yeah. right? Yeah, because Nicole did all the vocals, obviously. For the, for the yes, yeah. But um, apparently, this was around the Jai Ho era. So they were on tour on the yes. Doll Domination World Tour and somebody reached out to Nicole and the Pussycat Dolls and said, will you rework Jai Ho for this movie, Slumdog Millionaire? Yes. Um, just before. Fucking banger. Oh, One amazing. Of maybe the best songs ever written. Um, <laughs> Absolutely. Like, Doesn't the movie end with everyone dancing to Jai Ho? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Um, <laughs> but the, the gag of it all. So they were like, let's get the Pussycat Dolls on Jai Ho and we'll... Like, it'll go off. It'll be really fun. Of course. But. It was just Nicole, wasn't it's it? It's the pussy. It's Jai Ho by A.R. Rahman and the Pussycat Dolls featuring Nicole Scherzinger. Yeah. See, this is where, this was a big deal. This, this. was a huge deal. And because. Melody was not. Melody was displeased. Not happy at all. And this was where the cracks in the group really started to show. Yeah. There was well, already such. Such a bit of a Nicole's a star. Everyone else is just kind of there as backup dancers. Yeah, but Melody wanted her her moment as she should. She had an she... outburst at a show. Oh, yeah. did you know this? Nicole locked her in a cupboard. <laughs> what? Nicole locked her in a cupboard. They had like a fight. Nicole was like going off at her and was like, "You need to fall in line." And locked her in a. Cu- this is the performance where Melody came out mad as hell. Nicole locked her in a cupboard or something, and then oh. Melody came out on the stage and was like, "You know what? Fuck this. I'm gonna." Sing for my damn life. What kind of cupboard? I'm not sure. In like she's a dressing room. She's like a small girl. Harry Potter in, in the yeah. portal. <laughs> they locked Jesus her in Christ. that. She sounds like a bit of a psycho. Well, no, well, Melody came out at a concert and was like, thanks for supporting, even though I'm not featuring, like, yeah. in reference to the featuring Nicole Scherzinger mm-hmm. drama on stage. On stage. Crazy. Uh, and then, yeah. And then everything kind of went like they went. Everything went up because Jai Ho was such a hit. Of course. But after that tour, they all said no, had enough because of the because of the drama. Wow. And they went on an indefinite hiatus. Oh, sad. What a like quite upsetting. Like, <laughs> was it? They were at their they were at their peak. 
and then they went away. Yeah, it's um, I guess it was inevitable. The you know Nicole couldn't couldn't keep the group together. I guess no. she was too much of a star. Nicole just is a star, but I don't think she has star quality. Well, that's what people kind of say about her is that she has all the ingredients. She's an excellent singer. She's got great like. She's very talented. She's, Amazing dancer. Yeah. But she just doesn't have it. She just fails to get off the ground. Yeah. Have you seen her AD house tour? No, I haven't. Oh my God. It's classic. I'll watch her. She has a huge modern sort of empty mansion in like, it's, it looks like Beverly Hills or something. Work. It's like LA. Um, and she has a swing. That's probably the one interesting part. But because she's done a bit of um like... Uh, Musical theatre. Yeah, she's so she has done a lot. She worked randomly very closely with Andrew Lloyd Webber for a little bit. Oh, because she was in Cats. She was in Cats. She played Isabella, and it was cunt. Cats is bad, but Memory is like such a good song, and she just she sung Memory. Yeah, right. Um, she also has done like I think for the Royal Variety performance, which is like a yearly thing that they do in the UK. Okay. Um, she sang. Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. <laughs> What's that? You don't know Don't Cry For Me, Argentina from no. Evita? No, Don't bitch. Cry For Me, Argentina. No. no? Why would I know that? Come on. Everyone knows Don't Cry For Me, Argentina. Are you stupid? Are you serious? Anyway. I know the name. Yeah. But like. <laughs> anyway. And then she also did um, the title song from Phantom of the Opera. I think it was for the 25th. She had like four different guys playing the Phantom. and she's- They have a song called The Phantom of the yeah. Opera. Right. The Oh, oh okay. I know that one. Inside your mind. Yes. Yeah, I know that one. Um, yeah. I've seen a video of her doing that. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Um, she was also supposed to so she did cats on the West End and she was supposed to bring that to uh New York for the cats revival. Yes. Um she was nominated for an Olivier Award, which is kind of crazy. Period. Um but apparently she quit because the producers refused to give her top billing. Yeah, I did read about this, which yeah. I, I'm like, just give it to her. Honestly, fair. Like, everyone, if no one's coming to Cats, like, unless they are here to see, like, one of the divas turn it out as Grisabella. Yeah, one of the divas, huh? Ugh, literally. Oh, um, well, yeah. Right. So well, yeah, I've never pers- seen Cats live on stage. Don't, it's so bad. Well, maybe I will. Mm. I loved the movie, of course. Ah, classic. Um, well, yeah. And then I guess they've been dormant for a while. And then um, they had their big comeback, 2019. They released React. Oh, and it was end of 2019, wasn't it? Uh, I don't know the month. <laughs> it was like, yeah. Um, November 2019. Well, cause they because re- I remember they were getting ready for the big 2020 return. Yeah. Well, they reunited on X Factor. Have you seen this performance? I have. They do a medley and then they end with React and it's fucking amazing. Yeah. Like they look absolutely cunt. Like when they get to the React bit and the water comes down... Oh, it's ridiculous. React is so good. And like, honestly, it was so wasted on the audience of like Simon Cowell and like <laughs> the British Salmon. people. I, I was reading, they had 400 people complain like to about that being on TV. Like they were saying it was too raunchy. Oh no. Yeah. Like the British people were like, oh my God. Oh, pots and pans. What's not all the pussycat dolls. Yeah. <laughs> oh me, oh my. What's all this? It, it's ridiculous. I mean, they've been doing the same shit since like the early 2000s Literally. and in 20. 20- 19, the British people still can't fucking handle uh, women being sexy on stage. They like, don't get it. It's ridiculous. Um, but then 
I, I feel like they had a good amount of momentum with React. Oh, yeah. It was well-received amongst, like, gay men. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I don't know how, like, the general public, if it, yeah. if it kind of broke through, but I feel like I heard it on the radio a few times. Yeah. I think it also must be worth noting that uh, Melody Thornton did not join for this revival. Yes, yeah, she, she did She said not. that I shan't be. She was out. The door was... Robin said that the door was open for her to come back, but, yeah, uh, but no. Melody was not happy. She was not going back. Which, honestly, kind of fair. But then... um. I mean, things fell apart for a few reasons. Number one, COVID. COVID. Yeah. There's like straight up. There was supposed to do that big world tour. Yeah. And then there was a um a video I was watching of them performing on Sunrise. Um, oh, yeah. Our very own Sunrise introduced by Koshi and Mel. Um, and they're performing in like um Martin Place in yeah. Sydney. And you can see like the news tick in the background and it's like Another case of COVID. Another yeah. case in New Zealand. It's so fucked it's up. It's so wild. And it's like 8.30 in the morning as well. And they're fucking serving their asses off in Martin Place on Sunrise. The girls fucking go off on Sunrise. I think it, you might have posted it, that video of Kesha. Yes. Performing at 7am and like... And gosh, she's sick. <laughs> Why don't they do that anymore? Oh, I guess it's COVID. I, I don't fucking know, but like we still haven't got performances back um, mm. in in the post COVID. We need the sunrise performances back. I guess no one wants to wake up at like no 3:30 one wants to wake in the up morning. at three thirty in the morning and do a fucking. <laughs> but they should. They should. It's so funny watching Koshi watch like Kesha and the Pussycat Dolls. Like every time, it's, even though it's wasted on him. Oh god, I hate him and that bar fell people. <sighs> Um, anyway, but yeah, no, COVID was a big reason, but also, um, Nicole actually sued, um, Robin Anton. Oh, wow. Um, yeah. Uh, oh, sorry. Other way around. <laughs> Robin sued Scherzinger, um, because she was saying that Nicole, um, refused to participate in the, in the tour unless she got more money than everyone else and full creative control, which Work. I guess didn't sit right with Robin. No, Robin's in control of the being her group. Um, and also it was the fact that the other dolls found out the tour was cancelled by Nicole Sh- Scherzinger Instagram posting story. on Instagram. And then they released their own statement being like, oh, like we're so sad to, you know, sort of find out that this has happened and that we found out on Instagram. That's crazy. But the whole lawsuit with um, Robin, it it won't be resolved until at least March 2024. At least through the courts, unless they decide to settle outside. But yeah, it's it's a long protracted legal battle. Nicole has hit back recently though. Because of course she was in Australia for World Pride. Oh, I heard about that where she got her boyfriend up on stage and made everyone cheer her making out with her boyfriend. I didn't hear about this. But period. Yeah. Um, well, she debuted a new track. Oh, she actually, did? Called Freedom at the... I think she was at the beach party, right? In yeah, Bondi. the Bondi beach party. Yeah. Um, good for her. I was not in town for that weekend, but I guess I, I probably would have popped down. Um, yeah, a new track called Freedom, which is sort of a diss track to... Um, the dolls and Robin. Oh, the lyrics include, please allow me to introduce myself. I'm not that little doll you knew. She paid her dues. Now she owns herself. I've got a new attitude down inside of me. I've got a new pair of shoes. Step aside, please. Work. I'm through working for you. Was killing me to compromise. Bitch, I just woke up redefined. Period. Robin Anton found dead. Robin Anton. <laughs> Ah, uh, what a woman. I haven't heard the song, though. I mean, it's not out. Oh. Um, well, I'm sure was- there's, like, 
audio from Mardi Gras. audio. I can't believe she debuted a song at World Pride and no one told me. Like, well, not that, I, I don't know, not that I think people would, like, think to message me that oh, she'd okay. done that. But, like, I think it's pretty but I feel like it would have been in news. But I feel like that was, like, the last weekend everyone... Was fucking the undesirables were out still. <laughs> it was front page news, but yeah. we were all asleep. We missed it. Well, yeah, she did that. And then, um, so I guess there's like more solo music coming if she's debuted. If that she track. tries, give her give her another go, Nicole. Honestly, yeah. I'd love to see it. Give it a go. Give I'll, it a red hot go. I'll give it like a curiosity stream. Oh, I guess. Absolutely. Um, and then also, I thought it would be good to mention that Nicole is actually one of the founding judges of the Mars Singer. Isn't wow. that huge? Yeah. Yeah, she's she's done a lot of judging. She was on X Factor. Yes. She, oh my god, that video of her, like her microphone isn't working on the X Factor and she like takes it out of the thing, the greatest oh, love of all. Yes. <laughs> Whitney is a big inspiration for yeah. Nicole. Yeah. Nicole's a great singer. Yes. I she, think Nicole Scherzinger should pivot to musical theater. Like prefer, like do a hard pivot. Hard pivot to musical theater. Do it in London, even though London's theater's kind of bad. Um, in my honest opinion. Do a um a Casey Donovan type. Yeah, thing. literally. So, are the Pussycat Dolls getting in our gate? Well, that's the question on everyone's lips, isn't it, Sammo? So, quality, I think they've got the hits. Oh, they've got the fucking hits. Yeah. But then they don't. Well, yeah, some of them are bad, but I think the hits they've got are hits, yeah. you know? Like, like number one in my apartment type yeah. hits. Yeah. And, like, if... React. They if, came back mad as hell and they said, I want you to react and we all did. And if they... Like, if that comes up at, at the club, like, I'm dancing. Oh, like, literally. No doubt about it. Damn. Jai Ho. Jai Ho. Jai Ho. Best song. Just yeah. for that alone. Quality Come in. Come on. Um, Does it slay? Oh, of course. Like, look at them. Look at the look material. At them well, you know Burlesque, the film. Of course. Is, like, based on the early formation of the Pussycat Dolls. Well, it's directed by... By Steve Anton, her brother. Yes. Yeah. And yeah. stars Christina Applegate. Who um, Christina Applegate <laughs> is not in it, but Christina Aguilera is. Christina Applegate was in the Discord Dolls yes, back in the day, the, though. Yeah, you get yeah. what I was saying. Yeah. Um, Does it benefit the queer agenda? Um, yeah, in the sense that like this slay women, women. <laughs> yeah. slay women. Yeah, um, is it a classic? They have classics. Yeah, I mean the group hasn't stood the test of time. No, not at all. Like, but I they defined. Think, I don't think many people could name Nicole Scherzinger in a lineup. Are you serious? Oh, yeah, maybe. I think it would be, oh, is she the girl from the Pussycuddles? <laughs> good luck to Carmen, Melody, and yeah. the rest. Ashley. No chance. No, not a chance Maybe they know her from her AD now. Oh, maybe. Video. Is there another? Is was there I another? gagged? Um, yeah, from the hits I was. Mm, yeah. The hits were, were gagged. I mean, it sounds like they're getting in. Of course. Right? Let them write in. Let them Let through him. our but gate. This is sort of like a legacy. A um, legacy, yeah. A legacy. A soft let in. <laughs> Coming through, girls. Nicole's fighting them. Nicole's fighting. Nicole, oh. get- <laughs> control yourself. Control yourself. Anyway, thank you so much for listening, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. Um, if there's any pussycat dolls out there listening, give us a follow on. Give us a follow. Yeah, we'll have you on for an interview. <laughs> yeah. Um, great. Thanks for listening. Thank you so like much. Like and comment. Follow us. Give us five stars. You know how it all goes. Bye. Bye.